Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Welcome along. This is episode 12 of the Influence Podcast. And today we are on part two of three of the A to Z of Instagram. So the 26 most effective, most important, uh, most useful things that you can take advantage of right now when using Instagram. Whether you are a complete beginner, if you're just getting started with the platform and you're looking to start um building your influence, building your authority on the platform and bringing new clients and new customers or if you are already an experienced user of Instagram and you're just looking for one or two little tidbits of information that you think are going to help take you to the next level. So let's dive in straight away. We are on part two of the A to Z of Instagram. So it's letters I through Q today. Let's do it. Let's dive in straight away. So the letter I has to stand for influencer. Yes, it does. Uh, and the sort of the rise of the influencer, in a way, uh, has come about since the, the birth of Instagram, ultimately. The idea or influencers, almost mini sort of celebrities, if you like, uh, in various different areas. And, and it's totally sort of transformed celebrity, the idea of celebrity, and sort of totally turned it on its head, almost, uh, in a way. The idea that People can become influencers in so many different areas, so many different spaces, so many different niches, which I think is so fascinating. And as this podcast continues to grow, we're going to continue to have influences various different areas. Now, because the platform is so visual, it lends itself to travel, it lends itself to, to clothing, to jewelry, to makeup, accessories. Um, it lends itself certainly to pets and animals, uh, to, to, to photography, of course, uh, but uh, fitness, you know, exercise, I, I could go on. Uh, the, the list truly is endless when it comes to sort of visual um, uh, representation, if you like, of, of different businesses, different uh, interests, different markets and such. And so within each of these different areas, there has been uh, a rise or the idea of the rise of the influencer and influencers appearing in all these different spaces um, be those with with huge audiences, you know, a uh, number of millions or certainly hundreds of thousands of followers. But there's, there's also the thing, things such as micro influencers, you know, people who have say five thousand, ten thousand, thirty or forty thousand followers as well. Um, and naturally, the more niche the space, the more niche the industry, the more niche the market. Uh, chances are that that the um, that the influencer will have maybe a smaller audience, but 
perhaps may be more impactful. If you look at, say, people within the fitness space, it's a massive market and there are so many influencers within the, the, the fitness space, the fitness industry, um, that suddenly you just think, well, you know, how do you even know uh, which one, you know, who to follow or do I want to follow any of them even? Um, but you know, who to sort of go with, who to believe, there's just so many out there. Whereas if you're looking at something very, very, very specific, you know, it might be, um, say, uh, an, an influencer within the space of, uh, and again, I'm thinking super specific. So it could be uh, linked to, let's say, artwork, um, charcoal drawings uh, of, um, I'm not sure, uh, landscape, for example. Okay. You can tell I've just done that off the top of my head. But suddenly something that's very, very specific, very, very specific, very, very niche, of course, the audience is going to be much, uh, much smaller, much more highly reduced. Um, but either way, no matter what, uh, what, the, um, what, what sort of the, the angle is that you're taking, no matter what space you're in, uh, it's a great way for you to get started. If you're looking for examples of what's working now within your space, within your, your industry, within your area, then see what influencers are in your area. And again, for you to build your brand, for you to sort of network more effectively, these are the people that you want to be reaching out to. They're influencers because of the influence they have. You know, They're getting stuff for free, maybe free holidays, free trips, free products, free clothing, free accessories, all these kind of things in exchange for promotions. It's a new way of advertising. And so if you're looking to promote either your account to help your growth, or if you're looking to promote a product or service, these influencers within your space who are suitable may well be the ideal people to get in touch with. The letter J is a bit of a cop-out really, but the letter J is just get started, okay? Just get started. And the reason I say this is I speak to so many people in, in again, in, with so many different uh, either businesses or they're entrepreneurs or they want to build a personal brand or even if it's not in any way related to Instagram, if it's clients that I coach um, with, with, say, building an online business or in different, in different spaces, it's so many different areas. It's it, uh, the thing that holds us back is what's going on in our head. Okay, um, and there's that. There's the the quote again. I'm going to completely butcher it in, in in how I say it, but it's. I think it's something like you can you can act your way and you you can act yourself into new ways of thinking, but you can't think yourself into new ways of acting. So I think that's what it is. You can act your way into new ways of thinking, but you can't think your ways into new way think yourself into new ways of acting. And ultimately, it's it's that that sort of thing. The idea that the, if you to just get started, you've got to take action for this to happen. Okay, baby steps. Um, another example, uh, I think linked to uh, an author who's writing a book. Uh, and forgive me, I can't remember who it was. But when asked how they did it, how they actually made this happen, they said, you know, two hundred crappy words a day. That's all it was. That was the goal. Two hundred crappy words a day. And chances are that once they'd done the 200 words, actually they wanted to do maybe another 200 words. Maybe they wanted to sit down and do a thousand words. They started getting into the flow, okay? And it will be the same with what you're looking to do with your account, okay? Whatever your goal is that you're working towards, whatever it is that you want to get started on, but you're just holding back, whatever it is, just get started, okay? Because there's 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 no better time to do it than now. There's so many analogies, so many quotes about that. So I'm going to leave it at that and just say, whatever it is that you're looking to achieve, just get started. The letter K stands for KPIs. KPIs are the key performance indicators within your account. And a big thing uh, that helps with your KPIs and to know your numbers uh, or a great tool to help you do this is 
turning and converting to a business profile, a business account. Previously, I'd say one, two, three years ago and beyond, we would need third-party tools, third-party apps to help identify the key numbers within the business, okay? We'd go to one app to help us with our engagement and we'd go to another app to see uh, how good our hashtags were. And we might go to another app, totally different, to see how many followers we've grown in the last week or the last month. But now, thankfully, all of that is incorporated within Instagram and within the business account, okay? And to, you know, that phrase, what gets measured gets managed. If you know the numbers within your business, if you know the key performance indicators within your either business or if you're treating your growth almost as a business, and looking to grow. If you know what the key metrics are, that is going to help. You can see inside Instagram the most popular posts that you've shared. Well, if you know that they're the most popular posts that you're sharing, share more like that, okay? If you know the type that don't work at all, stop sharing them. If it tells you, and again, it does within Instagram um, on the on the platform, where are the, or when are the best times of day to post, and you know it's a Sunday afternoon, get more posts out on a Sunday afternoon, you know, but maybe try two or three at that time. If Tuesday morning is the worst time, don't post. Simple as that, okay? So you can really start to change and amend how you operate using those KPIs. And it really allows you to sort of improve, optimize, and streamline what you are doing. So KPIs, the letter K stands for KPIs. Okay, right, the letter L is live video and I absolutely love live video. Um, this is without doubt the best way I feel to connect with your audience and to build a relationship with your audience. And Instagram is a fantastic way of doing that. The fact that live on Instagram is pretty much exclusively mobile, remember that, okay? So when you're being carried around by everybody all the time in their pocket. Uh, I think it's over three and a half billion people now that use social media on the planet, um, which is absolutely enormous. The, you know, people carry their mobile phone with, around with them every single day. So live video on Instagram compared with something like Facebook is totally different. Facebook, people sit and they can watch a live video from their desktop at their computer while sat, say, at home or at the office. But live video on Instagram, it's totally different. It consumes the whole screen. It takes the whole screen up. It is literally, it's like some, somebody's talking to you inside their phone. So it, it can't be more sort of direct and more personal and, and better for building a relationship. Now, if you're using Instagram Live already, then I would, I would say fantastic. And how is that helping you with your business at the moment? And have you asked yourself that question? How is it really moving my business forward? If you're not using it, then how can you get started? Okay. Now, to get you some, give you some ideas, give you some suggestions and some tips, come across to at Jake Adam Davy on Instagram, and you can watch my daily live. It's a habit which I started, uh, I'd say probably about two and a half years ago, and I used to go live every single day at 11 a.m. and I did it for about 420 days in a row, which is absolutely unbelievable. It was over over a year and about a year and three months or so. It was where I was going live every single day. Now that builds relationships with your audience. That builds confidence, okay? Think about that. If you're, and so many people, you know, even the idea of video, and I should have started there really, but even the idea of video is terrifying for so many people. They don't like being seen on video. They don't like hearing their own voice. Uh, and I understand that, I fully do. But if you really wanna progress with this and use this effectively for your brand, building relationships and building your business, we have to move to video. 
okay? By 2021, 80% of everything consumed online is going to be video. That's the statistic. That's what they think. Uh, and so if you're really serious about this, then you need to uh, start taking advantage of this, okay? I think it's really, really important that you start taking advantage of this. So to get started and to, 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 to find tips as to how to get started with live video, again, send me a message. I think I'll probably do a longer podcast on that because it's a massive topic but if you're using it already fantastic live video uh, continue to do so and if not then my suggestion would be to how to think how can I start to incorporate that and integrate that with my business at the moment you might stay, start with say once a week and it could be a Q&A or it could be the five biggest things that you've learned that week or the five things that you're going to do that week um, something that's going to be useful to your audience but whatever it is get started and live video is a great way to do that as well that M stands for market leaders and similar to when we talked about influencers with the letter I, market leaders within your niche, within your industry, there will be a market leader um, on Instagram right now, okay? And if you are the market leader, first of all, I'd say fantastic, but you know yourself, um, you, you always, if to be number one, you have to you have to sort of train as if you're number two, as the phrase goes. So even if you are right at the top of the tree within your industry, you need to be looking elsewhere to continue to grow and to continue to push. So you might expand your uh, horizon slightly and look in different markets and leverage what market leaders are doing. Now, my advice, if you're getting started and growing your brand and starting to um, grow traction and and, and uh, think about your content strategy, uh, build your following, would be to follow, say, the five or five to ten top market leaders within your space, okay? And that doesn't necessarily mean, I want to emphasize this as well, because people automatically think, I'll give you a great example from a coaching conversation I had recently, um, and, and uh, a lady who was looking to get into to coaching, um, sort of uh, personal coaching, uh, business coaching, but also life coaching as well. And uh, I asked her about who her market leaders were, who could she start to look at and model for examples. And, and the response was uh, Tony Robbins. And I fully admit Tony Robbins is the probably the number one go-to expert within that space, okay, as a market leader within the personal development or transformation, I think he calls himself, um, space. So I, I couldn't argue with that when she said that. But at the same time, how can somebody, and this, this applies to anybody in any niche, how can somebody compare themselves uh, with, you know, with, say, a few months or a few years of experience to somebody who is absolutely top of their game and been doing it for five decades. Now, I'm not saying that we, we, you know, we don't use them for inspiration, okay? But that's what it is. It's for inspiration. If you really want to 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 get into tangible things that you can start using right now, rather than going right to the top of the tree, rather than going to the accounts that have got three, four, five million, okay, uh, and they've been doing it for twenty or thirty years, yes, you want to have an eye on those. But why not look at people that are two years ahead of you? or five years ahead of you, because that is going to be much more valuable to you. So yes, follow the market leaders who might be the biggest people in the space. So you know, you know, where, you know, sort of the constant ebb and flow and the direction, uh, maybe that the market's going in. I imagine that you'd have a good handle on that yourself anyway. But look at people that are a year, two years, five years ahead of you as well in that. So they will have a smaller following. They will perhaps have a bit of a smaller audience, but they'll have a much more connected audience, okay? The, the, um, the content that they share will, will perhaps appear or look slightly different to the absolute top gurus who have got limitless budgets, okay? So 
that's going to be much more valuable to you. So it kind of removes any sort of comparison of I'm never going to get there. Well, well, perhaps not, okay? Perhaps we're never going to get to the Tony Robbins level or um, you know, professional sport athletes or whatever this might be. We're, we're never going to get to that level. But let's be realistic about where you want to be. Because if you know where you want to be in a year, two years, five years time, then you can work towards that and find market leaders or people within your space who are there right now. And that is a great opportunity for you to share and model those guys as well. N, the letter N stands for network and your network is your net worth. And there are a number of different ways that you can build and grow and leverage your network on Instagram. The first one is with direct messages. We talked about that in part one, the letter D, which was DM, direct messages. And direct messages are a great way for you to network and engage with other people, both your ideal client, your ideal customer, your target audience, but also people that you want to partner with, maybe have a joint venture with, network with, um, and, and ultimately, you know, sort of move up and, and leverage uh, going forward. Another great way to network is by responding to comments on your posts. Comments on your posts, but also um, uh, comments in stories as well. So if people mention you, they respond to your comments, uh, so they respond to your posts or they comment on your stories, then get back, okay? Keep that conversation going because con to continue to grow and build um, and nurture, if you like, your network, this is going to have incredible um, results and sort of benefits for you going forward. The phrase, you reap what you sow, it could not be more true with your network as well. Um, one final thing that I would mention with regards to your network is the engagement groups. And we talked about this as well in part one, uh, the letter E, engagement groups. If you are part of a network or an engagement group that is helping you grow and helping you attract more like-minded people, absolutely fantastic. You will know already the value that you get from that. If not, I would suggest that you take a look and find an engagement group of people who are like-minded, perhaps within the same niche, the same space as you are, and you can start to reach out and connect with them as well, okay? So N is network. O stands for optimize your profile. Optimize your profile, optimize your presence, optimize your actions on a day-to-day, -day, okay? Optimizing everything. It comes back a little bit to KPIs, the letter K, but if you can optimize a sort of optimal performance, if you like, seems to be increasingly a thing um, that, that that's discussed, the idea of so biohacking and, you know, people looking for peak performance, all this kind of stuff. You want to optimize your account as well. The 80-20 rule, you get 80% of the results and 80% of the success from 20% of what you put in 20% of the actions okay so it's a case of how do I drill down on what's really really working right now and how do I optimize that so it could be a case of which types of posts are working really really well which time of day is working best for me which hashtags are getting the most engagement the best results the you know are bringing in the most likes the most comments uh, which connections that I have are helping me optimize as well. So all these various different things that allow you to optimize that little bit more. Where to get started? Well, let me suggest, let's say two or three for you to help. Certainly the, the big challenge, the big thing that people want to know about when getting started is how do I grow? Okay, how do I grow more quickly? So my suggestion with your optimization for that would be looking at the content first of all. How do I optimize my content? And it's a case of going into the stats, looking again at the KPIs, 
uh, within your business profile and looking at which types of posts that I'm sharing are getting the most engagement. So those are the ones that you want to replicate more frequently. The second thing would be the time of day. If you're posting, let's say, uh, once per day at the moment, then you might want to, to, to mix up how frequently you post. Or if you're going to optimize that further, you might start posting two or three times a day. It gives you two or three times more opportunities to get seen. It gives you more impressions. It's going to give you more reach. And chances are, therefore, it's going to bring in more followers as well. So how do you optimize your profile? And P is profile. So the letter P is your profile. And there are five steps I would suggest to creating the perfect profile on Instagram. Now, the profile, first of all, is, I would say, is it's not generally the first thing that people will see, okay? Unless you are being searched for in the search box or if your, if your account comes up, let's say, uh, with keywords in the search box or if people specifically know about you um, and they've been directed there or they want to find you, then yes, they will search your profile and they will come across your profile. But generally, if you're using, in, I say using it the right way, but if you're, if you're doing all the things that we talk about, which is adding hashtags, leveraging engagement groups, posting frequently, uh, you're consistent, then people are more likely to come across your content by searching or by, say, it might appear in the home feed, okay? So they may come across your content in the home feed or it might be referred to them as the type of content that they might like. So they're actually not going to see your profile first, they're going to see your posts first, which is quite interesting. So let's imagine that they do see your, your posts first. Then you want to make sure that when they click through to your profile, that they're getting something high quality and that they know it's going to be valuable for their business or it's going to be valuable to them so they want to follow along. So the first step to make sure you've got a perfect profile is your handle. It's the Instagram handle, which is your username as well. Now, the username or handle is unique to you. Uh, so there can be no two uh, alike on Instagram. It has to be unique to you, okay? Um, now, my suggestion, of course, will be to get it as close as you possibly can to either your personal name, your own name, or your business or brand name. If you need to add, let's say, a middle initial or an underscore at the start or at the end, or perhaps a full stop, halfway through or uh, through the middle of the uh, the name for your handle just so it is unique then I think do that that's not a problem at all um, but ultimately it's like a fingerprint so it's going to be unique and as I say keep it as close to your personal name or your business name as you possibly can my handle on Instagram is at Jake Adam Davey so there are no at no other at Jake Adam Davies on there right now so whatever your unique one is that is how people find you on Instagram the second way within your profile is your actual name, okay? So you can then add your name. So mine says Jake Davey. I think it says um, uh, international speaker or uh, business, um, Instagram business speaker or something like that on the profile. Uh, and this is where you can personalize it a bit more. So you can have multiple, and this can be anything. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be unique, so to speak. Uh, this can be personalized to you. Uh, and you can you can pretty much write whatever you want in there. So again, I would have your name and perhaps your title or your business or your brand. Third is the description. So this is the actual bio. This is the text that describes who you are, what you do. Now, I would suggest a couple of different things here. First of all, it's very difficult to format your description or your bio in Instagram. So my suggestion would be to write it in notes, first of all, on your phone. If you write it in notes, you can format it, you can add emojis to sort of lighten the mood a little bit. 
uh, and then you can copy and paste it into Instagram into the bio. You can also now mention other accounts. So if you have other accounts on Instagram, you might want to tag them in there. You can mention hashtags, which are clickable. So if you're starting your own hashtag, again, you can have it in there. And I would ultimately use the bio to describe what you do for other people, okay? Particularly if you're offering a, a business, if you're a service, what do you do for other people? How can you help other people? Because that's what they're going to be reading. How is this useful to me? Think about, you know, what people come onto the platform thinking what's in it for me and they're going to be thinking, well, how is this going to be useful for me? What am I getting from following this person? If you can clearly get across what they can expect from following you in the bio, that's going to be extremely useful for them. The fourth thing with the uh, with your profile is the picture, okay? Your profile picture. If you're a personal brand, I would suggest having a real clear photo of you, picture of you, so it's easy you know, it's easy for people to identify you. Uh, ideally, it will fill the whole space as well. Uh, there tends to be more success with pictures that have uh, you uh, with your teeth uh, showing, so smiling, your big smile, teeth showing. Uh, and even your hands visible as well. I'm not sure why that is, but kind of a hey. Uh, and as I say that, I'm sort of waving my hands up in the air um, uh, towards to, towards the microphone, I guess. Uh, but that kind of thing, just just it's a bit more fun. It's a bit more lighthearted, uh, and it just seems to be a bit more open as well, so people can relate to you that little bit better. And then the fifth thing for your profile, this is a big this, but hopefully you can uh, you can go away and implement this, and that's the idea. The fifth thing is your link, okay, your bio link. And this is to an external site. So it might be to your website, it might be to your blog, it might be to a podcast or YouTube channel. Uh, it might be to your opt-in page if you're building your email list or even to an online store. But having a clear direction as to where you are guiding people with your link then uh, that is the best way to leverage your profile to get more people where you want to send them. I think what I'll probably do actually is do a longer uh, podcast episode on the profile because there's there's a lot more that I can do in there to really, really help you optimize it. Uh, so I think what I'll do is I'll do an additional uh, episode to that later on. So uh, do get started with those and then keep an eye out or an ear out, I would say, for a later episode on the perfect profile. And Q, finally, we are at the letter Q. Uh, this is the last one in this episode. And Q stands for quality content. Quality content. Not just content. I could put uh, C. I could, could have had that as content. Uh, but no, it has to be quality content, okay? Now, what does quality content mean? It has to be high, as in it has to be very, very high uh, resolution, I would say. So the actual picture is, um, is, is, is a good resolution. It is actually high quality. The same with videos. That's the first thing. It's got to be a no-brainer. You know, the, the lighting has to be right. It's not, it's not dark. It's not, um, it's not difficult to distinguish what's going on. Just generally high quality images. You see these on Instagram all the time. The filters really, really help with that. Now, that's not to say you get lost in the filters because I don't want you to do that. I think that will drastically take away from valuable time that you could be using elsewhere. But high quality pictures, you know, good quality pictures to start with, that's going to really, really help show. Uh, it just just brings people in ultimately. As well as that, you want to make sure that this this quality content is geared to other people. You're giving other people what they want to see. Remember, people go on social media to be entertained, educated, have a little distraction from sort of daily life, if you like. They're looking for that little moment of escape. And if you can give them things that they want to see, okay, people go on social media for them, 
for their interests, okay? So if you go on to, uh, if you can provide things that people want to see, that they're going to engage with, they're going to be interested in, they're going to like, they're going to comment on, then you're going to increase your engagement, you're going to increase your following as well. So focusing on quality content other people want to see. And you can model your, your, your market leaders for this. We've already talked about the letter M, market leaders. Modeling your market leaders. What type of content are they sharing? How are they getting 5,000, 10,000, 50,000 likes, comments, views on their posts and on their videos? How are they doing that? Well, this is your way of finding out, okay? Which are their best posts? Which are their best engaged posts? And how can you then start to leverage that for your own uh, for your own account as well. So quality content, look at what other people are doing, what's working for them, um, and really, really make that work, okay? So quality content, that is the final in our, uh, well, in our I to Q today for part two. Okay, so that's part two done. We've done the letters I through Q today uh, in this almost bonus uh, additional episode this week of the Influence Podcast. We are almost there. Part three is the next uh, the next one, so please do join us for that where we will be going through the, uh, the, the final letters of the alphabet. So we'll be going through R through Z. I look forward to seeing you on that episode. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.